Ah, uh, they say life must go on. Damn, it's been a crazy year. Guess what, dogs? Life must go on. Life must go on. Signals lately been erratic and crazy Full force but not clearly Dark clouds often plague me Strangely I'm adapting Dark forces have changed me Nearly lost the light And now it's not as bright as it should be Future clear, dreams alarmed Is this what I deserve? Equilibrium kiss my ass. Your negative weight is worse It's like every time I smile fully Around the corner again Welcome And every time to, I get knocked um, down Get in the real again Volume 2 I'm pleased to have Absolutely blessed In fact in the name of Jesus Red Eye, uh, give us his testimony. Uh, Red Eye, uh, yeah, blessed awesome. to be here, man. Yeah, yeah looking forward to speaking to you and yeah, telling you Amen. What, what happened and yeah, looking forward to it. I've 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 been told that I need to really hear your testimony, but not just me. The the world needs to hear it. The world needs to hear every testimony of those who have just fallen by the wayside and just found found Jesus who's who's been tapping on our shoulders all this time. So, Red Eye, give a little bit about yourself, and then from there, tell us your testimony, your, your journey with Christ. Yeah, so I've always I've always been interested in church. There's always been some form of church in my life growing up. I used to go to church, but never really understood what it was for. But there was always something drawing me to church. Um, before I found the Lord fully, I used to go to church with Nigel because I just liked, I liked the family feeling there and, you know, everybody's there for the right reason and, yeah, I just, I just like the feeling of it. So I've always been kind of faithful but subconsciously, I think. I don't, I don't think I really knew what faith was, but I've always knew there was something there. Mm. So uh, growing up, you know, I got into breakdancing when I was nine years old and from there, I've just lived a life of hip-hop. Uh, breakdancing, I learned, I learned body popping. And then from there, I learned the lyric writing side of it. The MC was something that really like stood out to me wow. from all the elements. So I started writing songs when I was like 10, 11 years old. Um, I think I did my first live performance when I was 13 years old in a club in Hull. I don't know how I managed to get in there to do it, but <laughs> <laughs> I did. And... Yeah, so hip-hop has always been my faith, if you like. Never really understood the movement until I was a lot older, but I always followed the movement growing up. So fast-forwarding to uh, the 4th of May, 2019. May the 4th be with you. Yes, um, Star Wars <laughs> reference there, loving it. Yeah, um, my bowel exploded, and I didn't know, and I got peritoneal peritonitis I think it's called right, where okay. all the excrement from my bowel went into my bloodstream and um, it, we went out for Nigel's birthday it was his 30th birthday meal I had some food and I just had this pain in my stomach and I was saying to my partner like something's not right you know I just don't yeah. I don't feel right when I got home on the night I started like sweating and then being freezing and so I woke up with the same pain the next morning and I said, I'm going to have to go to the doctors. So I just went into the walking centre in town. Uh, straight, he felt my stomach and sent me straight to Hull Royal Infirmary. Wow. They checked me out and within 
six hours that was talking about operations, like stoma bags, like talking loads of mad shit. And I was just thinking yeah, yeah. like, wow, yeah. you know, what, <laughs> what is it? So, is it? Yeah, it's gone from naught to 60. Yeah, just yeah. Like no time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then on the same night, I became really delirious. I didn't know what was going on. So they rushed me through. I think that was a Thursday. And then on the Saturday morning... Um, they rushed me into uh, the surgery place at the bottom of the hospital ICU right. so they rushed me into ICU for wow. surgery and yeah I was told I was under for seven hours while they took out my bowel cut out an infected part and then put it back in me and wow. joined me back up again so so like had you never had any medical issues like that previous then I mean or yeah, so I got diagnosed with a, a condition called diverticular disease when I was about 30. So that was it's, uh, small perforations in your bowel and your colon. Wow. And I just controlled it with a diet, really. I knew not to eat spicy stuff, not yeah. to eat anything with a lot of acid in. And, yeah, yeah. And, but yeah, one night it just went bang. And, wow. <laughs> and I ended up in surgery. And whilst I was in surgery, like, I, didn't, I didn't know this until I came out of hospital afterwards but whilst I was in surgery when I came round from the surgery I said to my partner somebody just saved me so there was somebody <clears throat> to the right side of me so I was laid on my back like paralyzed couldn't move and then a mist filled the room and like demons and Darkness filled the room and it was touching my face and I had people say, take his blood, take his blood, come with me, come with me. And it was just madness. And I couldn't move, so I looked to this side of me and there was somebody in like a, a hat and a gown and he had light coming out of his hands and he was just pushing these demons away with this light. Wow. It was just absolute crazy. And I was paralysed, I couldn't move. So I thought that uh, Tira had woke me up and then I was back in the room but obviously I hadn't you know I'd come out of I'd come out of surgery and I was back in the room yeah. but in my reality it was a tear so one tear I thought about my family I thought about my children one tear that because my full body was cold like freezing cold one warm tear dropped out of my eye onto my ear yeah. and that that what well, I thought that woke me up yeah, can't really explain what happened. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when you've been under, I mean, I've, I've been under for a couple of things as well, and it, it literally is. It's just that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you're back who, out. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, obviously, like it's it's not the case, is it? No. So we need to explore that because that's that's heavy. You yeah. Know what I mean, but that's that is obviously spiritual. Yeah, massively. I mean. When you first tried to process that, when you you came to and obviously you had you had those moments where you're on your own to try and process that, what was your initial thought about what had happened? My initial thought was it's maybe my best friend who I lost, or maybe my granddad come back to save me and not let me go yet. But then when I thought about it, I was like, nah, that <laughs> that can't be it. It was the Lord or it was an angel. That had come back and said, it's not your time yet, and yeah, yeah. fought all the darkness away. So, although we don't want to give, we, we never give credit to the enemy at all, because, you know, he's already defeated four, 
and everything what he's doing is it's barrel scraping at best it's just up to us if we want to plant those seeds instead of planting the seeds of the lord but you had all these you said the room was full of mist and demons and they literally had their hands or whatever on you yeah um just talk us through that yeah there was, it was like so in the room the room i thought i was in there was like curtains like cornering cornering off the room so they'd come in and they'd open the curtain and then they'd just drift in and they'd come towards my face and i could feel like touching on my face and then they'd shoot off and i think them shooting off was what made me realize like what why they shooting off like that and it's what made me realize to look this way so when i looked this way there was this guy with like lights coming from his hand he looked like um van helsing yeah yeah that's the imagery i'm sort of getting when you said the hat i was just like you know when somebody says something straight away you get an image don't you right yeah yeah but yeah and and in your mind how long did this go on for It's, that's a really hard to say because if I think about it and put myself back there it'd be like it'd be a couple of hours it could have gone in for a couple of hours yeah, yeah. you know because I was under for seven hours so wow yeah there was a lot of laying there and like listening and looking at things and thinking wow where am I like <laughs> you know obviously the morphine and everything that yeah. I'd pumped into me you know, it affects your brain chemicals yeah, and, you know, it, it can take yeah. it to another place. But of course it can. They, it, no, they, it was real, you know, you can tell the difference between the morphine health and reality. Absolutely, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, was that like your first, what would you say your first clear <clears throat> encounter with the Lord? Or would you say you had a, an encounter previous to that that had sort of built up with that? Or I mean, if I think about it now... The Lord's probably saved me a few times. Um, yeah. There's been a few times when I should not should have not been here. And amen to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, testify. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I've amen. come back. I mean, one of them was I got attacked when I was younger. Um, m- on the way home from a nightclub, I fought somebody on the streets. I was walking by. And I just ignored him. I was pissed and I had no money. I was in a bad mood. This guy just attacked me for no reason. Wow. Maybe he was trying to mug me or rob me or what. We was fighting for a bit and then. He ran off and there was fucking blood everywhere. Right. And there was blood everywhere. And I thought, oh, yeah, I broke his nose or, you know, something's yeah. happened to him. I looked down and my arm here was open like that. And I could see my bone and, like, veins and everything. So wow. I took my sock off and I tied it yeah. around my armpit. Like and a I sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah, just walked yeah. cold royal infirmary like wow. that. When I got there, I sat down and I had a red mist. And I remember the, the lady saying to me, you okay, you okay? And I was... I, I remember thinking, that's it, I'm gone, I'm going to die. Yeah. And then I, I vomited, right. and then I came back round again. Yeah. And then I went again, and when I woke up, I was hanging upside down on a hospital bed. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, and just that, that morning, I shouldn't have had any energy, I shouldn't have had any power. I think I had a blood transfusion as well. Right. And I... I just, I just seemed to carry on as normal. Yeah. It was weird. And I just walked home from the hospital. No coincidence with God, though, is yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and I, back then I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have accepted that. I wouldn't have acknowledged it. Yeah. You know, but if I, now thinking back yeah. to what's happened in the past. I think we can, we can all do that, though, can't we? Where, when we, when we know, when we've submitted ourselves to God, 
when we accept that Jesus Christ is our Lord and that, you know, we all need a saviour to get to heaven. Can't do it. No matter how many old ladies we, walk, we help across the road, no matter how much money we give to charity, no matter how many please and thank yous we give and how many doors open, we open for people, no matter how, how many times we do that, that's great. That deserves a little round of applause. But we all need a saviour to get to heaven. Absolutely. And I think with that being said as well, you know, would you say that you recognise that no matter what incidences were thrust upon you, like you mentioned about what happened with your bowel, that guy attacking you, would you admit now looking back that you were saved? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So since then as well then, so since you, you've, you've had those and obviously since you, you made your surgery and obviously you were you was in spiritual warfare, Let's not deny it. Yeah, it was in the midst of spiritual warfare. Yeah. You know, you were there. You witnessed it. You were the fodder. Yeah. For for those demons. For them to take, let's, yeah. let's let's not Because I couldn't move. Yeah, exactly. And you needed a saviour at mm. that moment, right there and then, if yeah. not before. How has your journey been with Christ since the last time when you had obviously the, the issue with your bowel and you had the operation? What's your journey been like and, and where's it taken you creatively as an individual and a blessing to others? Yeah, um, I mean, after the first, after I come out of the operation, I had really bad, poor mental health. Like, the anxiety was mental. Like, I felt like the whole world was closing in on me and my body used to curl inwards and it was just crazy. I'd, I'd, I'd have to grip the sofa to stop it happening. And so it took me a good six months to actually settle down from that and start thinking a bit more rationally and a bit more normal but I think as well that was a lot of the medication I was on when I came out of hospital so when I actually had a clear head and had like proper time to think about it okay this was the Lord's doing I need to go to church I need to find my faith properly and I was just walking down Newland Avenue one day and more Timbo shouted me he was like yo you did the guy who did the no more knives thing at you? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then we just sat down and we had a coffee and he spoke to me. He didn't know that I'd recently found my faith. So when I told him what had happened, he was like, wow, I can't believe this. And he was like, yeah, my church is around the corner. So and that's Pastor Mo. That's Pastor Mo, That's Pastor Mo, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Potter's House Church. Yeah. Um, yeah, no more knives. Um, yeah. I mean, we'll give that a plug at the end as well because that's the video that I saw when we... Kind of cross paths at a school that, that I the used Boulevard to work yeah, yeah, Boulevard Academy, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and obviously that's when you guys brought the Beats bus for yeah. about, I think it was about 12 weeks or something, wasn't it? Something like yeah, that. But yeah, yeah. good. Man, good. The, the kids loved that. They we actually went back there did um, about four weeks ago. Did you? And did a session with them, yeah. yeah. Oh, the kids absolutely loved it, man. So, on that as well then, um, Beats bus. Yeah. So, let's talk us about how Christ has affected you and the people that you work with and the people that you support through Beats Bus? Um, since, because David and Nigel already had faith, so they was, they was the ones that had kept me intrigued all the way because we've been friends for a long time. Right. So since, since all three of us have fully accepted our faith and understood it, like, yeah, I mean, the Beats Bus stuff has just gone from step to step and the progression is crazy and, you know... We've, we, 
we pray for the Beats Plus. We pray for the work we do. And, you know, it was a real struggle at first. And But then, like, when we found the Holy Trinity and all three of us yeah. come together, bro, that was it. Yeah. And, you know, we're just, yeah, we're smashing it now. And that's all down to the faith and yeah, all down to the Lord. It's like the, the Lord says as well in his word that God blesses those who put their hand to the plough. You know, <laughs> you you're not going to receive any blessings by sitting there and waiting for things to come. Yeah, no, exactly. To, we have to graft, don't we? We have to, we have to graft. We have to put our hand to the plough. We have to labour, and we have to plant as yeah, well. Yeah. We have to sow seed, and you know it does take time, and yeah. we do need patience, and it can be frustrating because we live in a secular world where we see others around us progressing, doing similar things. We want a slice of that, but man, those who are keeping the faith with God them plans are going to be better because he gives us the desires of our heart. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And they're going to be better. So going forward then, um, just to sort of wrap things up with this testimony, um, what are the plans now for Red Eye? Uh, uh, and what, is, <laughs> what what should I say has God got planned? Yeah, by, by God's grace, then we are planning to pilot a school called a Hip Hop School of Excellence. And that's for young people who have been excluded from normal school and I've got nowhere to turn in the education system so that'll be piloting next year we've just got the no more county lands animated video uh out we've got the bus wrapped which I'll show you guys when we leave yeah. with with the animation and so community screenings with the no more county lands video to make families and young people aware of the dangers of grooming Amen. and uh being involved in gang activities and I've also been going into prisons and doing some motivational speech speeches in prisons, and that's been really, really like. I bet that's amazing. It is amazing, yeah, and yeah. yeah, just you know, it makes me think like if a lot of these people had faith in their life, you know, they might not even be in there. And yeah, but to tell people in prison about faith and to talk to them about no more knives when they're the ones that have been involved with the. Yeah. Yeah, with yeah. the knife crime scene and stuff, you know, it's it, it's a bit, it's very emotional, some big guys crying. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and last I think week, so. Everybody to me, like, I, I had it told to me at, um, at a sort of a preaching I was listening to, is that everybody is, if you see everybody like a ship, and sometimes those ships where no one's got the oars just they can go anywhere mm. and just drift away. Yeah, and you, you need somebody piloting that, and there ain't no one do it like the king. You know what I mean? You know, it's you, you need Jesus steering the way. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Guarding the way, and, and even these guys in prison as well. You know, remember like Johnny Cash used to go in the prisons back in the day. Yeah, and uh, and do concerts, and various other musicians have done it as well. Sometimes that moment, just because they are in prison, just because they do have a criminal record, it's all papers and stats, man. Yeah, at the end of the day, real. you know. And I mean, the God, amount God of people do that, and that could be the blessing, like the seeds that you're going in there planting. Even if one of those guys just goes, "Yeah, that's a bit of me." That I'm yeah, having yeah. That. man, that individual can go out there and make a difference when they're absolutely, released. absolutely, bro. And that's that's the reason I'm doing it. And the amount of people who actually find the faith in prison. You know, when they're at the lowest point in that cell and they've got nothing left to do but pray. Yeah. You know. But I think from from my own personal perspective, I don't know if you would agree with this, but when you are at your lowest, that's when God uses you the most. Yeah, when you think real. you haven't got a use mm. or a purpose 
or you can't be a blessing to anybody that's when god says right enter stage right me cracks his knuckles it's like right then yeah what yeah we're gonna do with you absolutely then? do you know what i mean and from that you know in the low floor absolutely amen to that so red eye um we're almost at the end of the testimony now and um, what i'd like you to do if you feel comfortable doing it is pray us out and then from that i want you to plug yourself beats bus and anybody connected with it please brother well instead of praying us out i'm going to do some new lyrics that i've just wrote excellent if that's okay with that's you. ministry in itself man so let's okay, brother. oh come to the altar raise your hands to the sky send up your prayers to your lord jesus christ and braid the almighty with his arms open wide Remember the cross, for your sins he died. By God's grace he was sent here, here for us all. In the grave they did put him, but on the third day he rose. Crucified and bound, but still saved our souls. I was waiting to hear from us, the Lord loves you all. So now all God's people, right here in Potter's house. Let's pray to our Father and cast all the demons out. Let his blood cover you, be washed away in his love. God said, God's son sent to earth from you for heavens above gave you wine from water or was shared his bread a true spiritual soldier made sure you was fed so come to the altar sacrifices await do not have no doubts once you get to heaven's gate amen uh, do you know what i genuinely i swear not just saying it because me and you were sat here but i genuinely felt the holy spirit saying yeah this this is ministry do you know what I mean? Thank you, so, brother. Praise God. Uh, I want you to plug uh, Beats Bus. I want you to plug Red Eye. I want you to plug anything and everything that you're doing creatively because if anybody's listening to this testimony and feels touched by it and doesn't want to come to Wrestling With Faith at Twitter or Wrestling With Faith at Facebook and wants to go to Red Eye or Beats Bus Direct, this is how you're going to do it. Yeah, so our website is www.beats-bus.co.uk my SoundCloud is www.soundcloud.com forward slash Red Eye 2012. There's an album on there where I'm creating and I'm just giving it away for free as I'm creating it. That's just that's just how I'm feeling at the moment. Uh, all the Beats Bus Kids music is out on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, all them platforms. Just search for Beats Bus Records. And yeah, watch out for our school, man, because that's going to change some young people's lives. Amen. Absolutely. Just planting seeds, just harvest is growing and growing and growing for Beats Bus and for you individually. So Amen I want to thank uh, Red Eye for your testimony. This is volume two of uh, the testimony sessions. And uh, for more information, or if you want to give your testimony, you feel inspired by the Lord. Um, whether you're a, 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 what we call inverted commas, a, a baby Christian, just someone who's curious, or if you are truly on fire and you want to share your testimony, contact us, Wrestling With Faith, and we'll get you on there. Praise God, thanks for your time. God bless, brother. Your love, I cherish it. Ooh. No matter if your skies regret, know the lip. No matter what time of day, I'm there for you. No matter if you fight around, I'll never ignore you. Nah. No matter about the past, it's gone.
receive your present No matter what anyone else said You haven't said No matter how you see yourself I'm telling you you're fine No matter about them other guys The Lord said you're mine No matter who showed me venom You showed me love No matter about the other women My heart's for love For real Ooh. 